You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. or something yes we are wearing i kind of i kind of feel podcast john yeah <laughs> but if we're wearing tu- we are wearing tuxedos maybe the, the audience will hear it in our tone of voice how no, we are wearing we think this tuxedos is. that's right why are we wearing tuxedos john because it's a black tie event Ooh. this is the, the first official nineses awards for nineses? fantasia I there were nine to fivesies oh yeah nine to fivesies nine to fivesies the, the nine right. to fivesies awards for fantasia 2012 that's right because i feel that we might have other nine to fivesies in the future maybe we will possibly These are the first ever ones Uh for Fantasia 2012. Uh, The reason we did this, I guess, is because, um, well, we saw a whole whack of movies. 26 was on was my C count. 26, and I think in total, as as a crew, I think the nine to five team probably 32. Yeah, 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 saw something in the in the low 30s. And uh, we were going to talk, trying to find a way to like wrap up the festival and say what movies we liked. And yeah. instead of doing that, (laughs) we came, we made up a bunch of funny awards that we thought were funny. Yeah, but see, we could talk about like best actor, but I, like I feel like we'd be picking out a tiny point from a film, or, like an element from a film that wouldn't really get why we loved it. You know? Fantasia also did that already. Yeah, yeah, and they have tons of more qualified people talking about <laughs> exactly. talking about these kinds of things. Fair enough. So yeah, so we took a we took a week or two off post Fantasia to I guess let it all settle. Yeah, and then we came up with our list. We came up with our nominees that we posted up I think last week, mm-hmm. and now this is the official award yeah, show. Yeah, how, many, how many categories do we have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and a, a secret bonus category not included in our original list that's going to be Ooh. given away so here. Eight categories or nine? Uh, you're going to make me actually count? Yeah, dude, I love counting. Love counting. It's great. Eights. 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 Eight. Eight categories. That's so right. we're going to do eight categories, eight awards, and then we're going to wrap it up with just sort of uh, Us rambling incoherently for a couple of minutes. Pretty much. Well, no, yeah. it's actually what we're going to wrap it up with is our like overall recommendations. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you paid attention to the article, you know that our categories are a little bit... Uh, they're fucking quality. And they're, don't they're, you take away from no, this. No, 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 no. But, but they don't necessarily speak to what, whether or not we'd recommend a film. It's more like we'd recommend a moment yeah. in a film. So, uh, without further ado, let's do go. this. I'm hand All right, it over to uh, the, the guy with the piece of paper in front of him. The guy with the piece of paper. I was going right. to try and give you like a uh, the maestro, of master of ceremonies, master of ceremonies of tonight's yeah. event. John, give it up. All right. So, uh, our first category is the most outstanding use of narcotics in a film. There, we had three nominees: Toad Road uh, for basically everything, Resolution for crack, and Low Life for uh, sucking on starfish, sucking goo out of starfish. That's right. So, who do we pick as the winner? We picked Toad Road. No, we didn't. No, we picked Low Life. Fuck. I See, fucked this up pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toad Road was the runner-up. Yeah. To be fair, honorable mention goes to Toad Road for the next two constant use of narcotics and a fucking shocking array of narcotics. Okay, but Low Life, it was the whole movie. Exactly. Everything in the film, the plot revolved around the fact that if you lick starfish, you get high as balls. Yep. That's the whole movie, guys. You get wasted on starfish. And sure enough, when there's, th- when there's that, uh, I guess, sorry. Gang, if you're listening, there's huge spoilers in this episode. Yes, yes there are. <laughs> I'm just going to put a warning out there right now. Uh, when they pull the starfish out and then they suck on it, you're like, what the fuck? And that moment of what the fuck just kind of doesn't go away for the next hour and a bit. 
Yep. It was outstanding. As a, as drugs, that's why, ultimately, why Low Life beat out. Yep. To- Toad Road is because drugs were the story. Whereas in Toad Road, drugs, I think maybe heightened were like story. a happy music that accompanied every yeah. scene. Well, even the, even the director, uh, the director said that the drugs were real. Were yeah. well, no, not just were real, but the drugs were part of the script. But then they got to be like a crazy part of the script because yeah. those kids did a bunch of drugs. But yeah, Low Life, Low Life takes it for being the central plot point. Also for being the weirdest drug that you could imagine, which is yeah. sucking goo out of starfish. Which is apparently a thing. What? Right? No. You didn't hear about this? No. Come it's, the fuck on. It's a fucking mild poison that supposedly can get you high. Like, not the way that they're using it. Right. But, yeah, I saw it on Reddit. Like, unrelated. They gotta be fucking making that up. I There's don't know, no man. way. I gotta look this up. But apparently it's like, in the in the same way as, I guess, like, suffocating yourself can get you high. <laughs> like, it's not like a super sweet right. high or whatever. But... Supposedly there is a high that comes from sucking out the goo from a scared uh, a scared starfish. That's that's fucking amazing. Second great? category. Second category. Best <laughs> totally <laughs> badass slow-mo walk. I love a good badass slow-mo walk. Yeah. Uh, don't don't get me wrong here. For the nominees. We had Funeral Kings um, with a little kid walking with a gun. New Kids for beating up a scooter and then walking all badass-like. And then singing and then for... And it explodes, right? Yeah, like it's like there's no, there's no reason that a scooter that small should explode that big. Kaboom. Uh, and yeah, and then Singham for like 75% of the film. <laughs> he's, he's walking in badass slow-mo with the wind rustling his hair. So I guess uh, the runner-up yep. was Singham. Singham. Because... Yeah, it was there. It was in every goddamn scene, and he was still he was like super totally badass. But plus his theme song playing every time he just slow back, sing him, and like just slowly turning the corner, just pretty much constantly. It, it was great, no but question. Our winner, but the winner, Funeral Kings. Holy shit, what a scene! This kid is thirteen. He found his older brother's friend's handgun. Yep. He's walking down the street, it's his, and it's he, his buddies. His buddy's, his buddy's older friend. It's right. like both, both the kid's older friend. Yeah. His buddy, whatever the fuck. They found his handgun, and he finds the gun. He puts it in his pants, and no, he's walking down the street. The, the, and then he pops the gun out, click, click, and he, like, closes the revolver yeah. by the, flinging it in the air. To me, that entire scene is accentuated by immediately before it, like, the uh, the other kid, like, the dark-haired kid going yeah. to the blonde kid, just being like, just don't bring it to school. Don't bring it to school. And then you hear, like, the gangster, like, do 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 And he's, like, slow walking, and then, like, flashes out his piece all slow. Hilarious. And the kids, the kids sells it, man. It was so perfect. He yep. looked exactly like the happiest kid in the world on Christmas yep. morning with a gun. And it's again one of the things, and it's one of the reasons what makes Funeral Kings like a great movie is the simultaneous moment of like this is hilarious, and also like oh my god that kid has a gun. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like you're a little bit scared because you're like he's gonna shoot his. But friend. you're so happy for him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he's so excited. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. It was like the best use of slow mo in our. Like eh, it just it felt it, it was a so lot good. of feelings happened when when that happened. You were you were pumped for the kid. It was hilarious. It was also terrifying. And you're terrified. Yep. Amazing. Awesome. All awesome right. Awesome slow mo walk away. Category number three: the best murder by a naked girl. <laughs> the best is that we saw quite a at few least three movies <laughs> that had murders by naked girls. So the first one was uh, Sushi Girl. At the end, she gets up and murders a whole bunch of people. Two. She only murders one. Tony Todd, I believe. Right. Okay. Well, murder. Uh, hidden in the woods, the uh, cannibal chick is like completely bare-ass naked, chomping on a human body, eating its meat, and then yep. somebody walks in and she's like, what? Yeah, like I was hungry. Yeah. So naturally. Okay. And then the other one was uh, VHS, which... Which is the uh, the woman who transforms into, into a, a succubus? succubus after partying with the boys. And then ultimately there's that cool uh, the cool kill where the guy's because he's wearing like camera glasses. Yeah. And she like, like drags him up and you just see him like the, the shot... Spirals up falling, in the air, yeah. and then like he ends up falling, and then like the, the glasses fall, and then they're looking up at him. Pretty badass. Away, just All right, 
So our runner-up uh, is hidden in the woods. The uh, scene was exactly like I described it before. There's not really much more to it. She's yep. completely naked, covered in human blood, eating human flesh. Uh, and then somebody walks in, her sister or something. And yeah, then she, she looks up and she's like, what? I was hungry. And his body was here. Yeah. Nom, 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 and nom. Then, and it's just like, I think the reason why it's a runner-up is because it's, as a storytelling moment, it's just one of many, just yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucked up kind of moments. Yep. And our winner is... Yeah, you do it. Okay, our winner is Sushi Girl. Yeah. Because uh, I, you have this woman, the Sushi Girl, yeah. lying there naked for the entire film. Whole being like, movie. Whole movie. She's in every scene. Uh, as an object, like, uh, I guess like um, I think it's a sexual object. Not necessarily in the sense of like that they're... Well, it's even alluded to that one of them is going to have sex with her at yeah. the end of the evening. Yeah. Like, like Crow mentions it, like Tony Todd mentions yeah. it, whatever. Like, they're going to use this girl for whatever. This girl is a toy. Yeah. Like, a centerpiece to their table and dinner. And then, when the big reveal comes out, which I don't necessarily spoil the big reveal, but ultimately she wants to kill Tony Todd, that she she gets the gun on him, fucking changes gears, the actress pulls it off, like, amazingly. Like, she's still standing there, stark-ass naked. Like, she doesn't cover up or anything with a gun on him. And he's petrified. Convincingly... Shits Tony Todd's pants. Yeah, like he's fucked, and she has like this complete dominance where she's been this object for the entire movie. Yeah, and she doesn't like even like try to act overly sexy, which yep. I think is what what made really it, really it sells work. it. It's yeah. just like like I am naked because it was a means to an end to get into this room. Yeah, like I'm not trying to be sexy or whatever. I just I really want to kill you. Yeah, it was and so good. Fucking dropped dead awesome, and then yep. drops Tony Todd like a like a sack of potatoes. I'm sure she does. Great murder by a naked girl. It was. It was. In <laughs> fact, the greatest at this year's Fantasia. Um, category number four. Award for... Th- this is the very special first annual 9 to 5 award for outstanding achievement in the field of monumental stupidity. <laughs> um, we saw a lot of stupidity. There was a whole lot. This was a really tough one to pick out three movies, but here we go. So, Juan of the Dead, at the end of the movie, they have successfully escaped zombie-infested Cuba. Correct. Juan is like, no, guys, I'm going to go back. Maybe because for socialism. Because I'm a Cuban, and I'm going to just <laughs> stay on Cuba. Okay, the other one, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. The other one was Resolution. Um, so, these guys are in this cabin. There's all this spooky shit going on. Dozens of dangerous characters show up with guns, and they stay. Yep. Jesus Christ, guys. Fucking un- unchained, handcuff them. Handcuff them to the car and drive... Back to your rich home, and you'll be safe. Yeah, it wouldn't be a very good movie, but that would be <laughs> that would be the logical thing to do. Right. And then uh, finally, in Singham, I mean, it's hard to describe. Maybe we'll go into it more later. But <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> but um, you know what? There's like 30 cops all run at this guy, and he kicks like 15 of them through cars. And then you're number 16, and you're like, I'm going for it. This is this is my time. Maybe to shine. I can take him. So uh, after after he just. Pulled a fucking lamp out of the <laughs> ground to smash everyone. Alright, it was our runner up. Uh, our runner up, um, I'm just gonna say, like, brief mention to resolution. Yeah. I will. It's, it's not the runner up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the runner runner up by just being a nominee. I w- I, the reason I didn't give it a, even a thought to resolution is because they sort of mentioned it in the movie that they don't want to bring it with them. They, yeah. s- they don't want to bring the evil that's following with them. The guy's girlfriend is pregnant and whatever else like that. Like,. They're in the woods that are a little bit All remote. Right. Uh, so I'm just saying, stupid, yes. Yep. But meh, they do have their own little reason for staying in it. Our runner up. Runner up, though, is, is Juan of the Dead. That's right. Because he basically is committing suicide. Like, like he's like literally charging. He's free. It's like it's like you're all the zombies are all boat. attacking you. You've gotten into a car. You're driving away. You're completely free. And then you're like, oh, I think I'm just gonna go back because 
and, that, and there's no. Yeah, but that's as I said, it. I think it's just maybe. Um, I think it's maybe supposed to be an homage to like the spirit of. Is that, is that a thing for old Cuban men to just, like, stay in Cuba because they love Cuba and not leave, even though their I life will be so. 100% I think so. better? I think they, they discuss that in the movie a little bit, too. They're like, why don't you ever go to Florida? And he's like, because yeah. I like it here. And they're basically living as hobos. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think that's part of the movie. But the winner, I mean, now that we've eliminated <laughs> the other two, is absolutely Singham. How, how do we describe this? It's it's so good. Singham is trapped on a pier. He, like, breaks a lamppost and beats up, like, 30 cops. Yep. And it's, then they just keep coming. Guys, he's he's this, like, in that, in Jesus that, figure. In that same scene, it's where the guy has, like, a fucking 10-second head start on him, like, <laughs> running. And then just all of a sudden you're like, Singham. And he's just, like, suddenly beside the guy and just, like, clotheslines him fucking amazing but yeah like the 20 something cop 27th cop that just runs at Singham I actually wasn't even thinking of that fight I was thinking of the opening one where uh, the all the cops the charge him yeah and he's like at a mall or something and then well, it's not the cops those are thugs yeah there's like a thing where he just like picks up a guy and throws him through a car windshield and this <laughs> happens to like seven guys in a row the seventh guy charges him and he's like back here's another guy through a windshield Basically, why I did think, you charge him I think him? the award goes for Every guy who wasn't the first guy who tried That's right. to fight Singham. Everybody gets one, you know? Like, you didn't know what you're up against, and then yeah, you, exactly. you charge this Everybody guy. Everybody who tries to fight Singham <laughs> gets an award for monumental stupidity. First guy gets a pass. That's right. Every, all the other 29. <laughs> you guys. You guys fucking suck. All right. Category number five. The uh, award for excessive testicular fortitude. Now, this is, of course, where someone is like a giant fucking badass. That's right. Excessive right. testicular fortitude. So, Toad Road, um, there's a scene where a guy snorts a condom <laughs> and then pulls it out of his mouth. And Wicked. First protesting that yep. it's going to hurt because this one has spermicide. Because he's done this a lot. Number yep. two is the ambassador. So, a guy decides he's going to be a diamond smuggler in Africa, and then he does for real. Yep, and films I don't know it all. What else do you have to say about that? And then, uh, lastly, is the human race, where a um, the whole the protagonist of the film is a one-legged man. Yeah. And um, in the end, he wins the human race and is shipped off to a battleground arena where he has to compete with the races of other aliens who have successfully won in their the own angelic race. Yeah. I believe, so is who he has this to like fight. angel race, this like gigantic flying angel alien with a sword flies at him, and he's on crutches because he has only one leg. Yeah. And he. What and he fucking goes for it. He just cracks his neck and, like, yeah. raises himself. Like, All right. So like, this is going to be a fight. Uh, we don't have to say more about that. That's my runner-up is uh, the human race. Right. He's super fucking badass. The, the winner is, is quite, quite clearly Ambassador. That's because right. Because it was, I believe we wrote down, for realsies. Yeah, it was a, it was a documentary. This he, he did really this for real. Happened. So, I mean, like, the actor in Human Race pretended to fight an angel. Well, it was pretty badass. Yeah. Ambassador... The guy went was to Africa. Much in constant perilous danger. Yeah. Like, nonstop throughout the movie with people who would, like, kill him at the drop of a fucking hat if anything went wrong. For his shoes. Wrong. Yeah. Like, it, sure. And, and he was scamming them and filming them while doing it. Yeah. Um, this documentary must be seen by more people. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and the balls on him. The balls on that They're man. made out of diamonds. <laughs> Big testicular sized balls diamonds. balls are made of diamonds made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number uh, five I guess we're at number six. six Number six This is our, our like surprise bonus category mm-hmm. That uh, we talked about But I forgot to type into the article You're a pro The uh, nine to five award for improvised weaponry Which uh, um, I mean like we've seen like A good deal of improvised weaponry At like movies sure. that would Especially definitely Screen as, at Fantasia As a zombie film aficionado yeah. We've seen just about everything used Everything that could be used as a weapon Has been used as a weapon I mean like even fucking 
mean, great, great improvised weapons, I guess, would include, like, lawnmower on the chest and uh, the, the dead alive fucking, like, chainsaw arm. Yeah. Like, you know. Okay, I, so I we got three. weapons. Number one, Juan of the Dead. Uh, Juan picks up a gigantic oar that he's been using to paddle his boat around. This is his boat being, like, a tangle of bottles and whatever right. else and the fuck that's floating. <laughs> Other people have nunchucks and shit. This guy uses an oar. An oar. Um, in the human race, so there, our crippled one-legged hero yep. ends up using his crutches as weaponry. Yep. It's also an amazing scene where technically not the crutches, but yeah. where he uses, yeah. where he plants the crutches and then like swings forward and his one good leg kicks backwards and well, kicks a guy in the face. The big deal about that, uh, we're going to talk too long about this, the big deal about that was the, um, the the fact that if you stepped on the grass, you'd die in the human race. Like, yeah. that's a rule. Don't step yeah, on yeah, the grass. Yeah. And so, he gets tripped at one point with the, like, the last kill is coming up and she pushes him into the grass and he just like weep, 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 walks yeah, yeah, on yeah. his crutches and doesn't put his feet on the ground and survives going on the grass and then yeah, comes yeah, back yeah. and kills her. No, I was talking about the kick that he did in the guy in the house. Oh, yeah. Where he like where he spins forward and then like his one good leg kick goes up and kicks the guy super behind super badass super funny and then we have lastly Sushi Girl god I'm not even going to say what happens in it because it's going to win <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to the, the winner is the, Sushi Girl the winner Girl. is Sushi Girl holy Where, shit uh, I think it's fuck I don't want to fuck up his name because he was terrifying and I met him in person yeah. I think it's Andy McKenzie <laughs> <laughs> he was goddamn scary he looked yeah. just like first of all we, we met the cast of Sushi Girl in a video that we're eventually going to put you up you guys didn't put that up eh? no we were uh, we're waiting for the, the DVD release we're going to when it actually gets a release okay. it's going to be coming out on DVDs going to time it more with the actual right. release of it but anyway regardless if you see Sushi Girl or if yeah. you've ever seen Andy McKenzie in any movie he's always this badass with a fucking like leather jacket and tattoos up his arms and like long scraggly greasy hair whatever Met him in person, same guy. Like, the, the, <laughs> did not change. Like, you know, like, whatever. Zach Galifianakis' beard isn't okay, as amazing. Okay, get to it, get to it. So, he's like, oh, it's my turn to go at torturing uh, Noah, whatever his name is. And he takes off his shoe, takes off his sock, and you're thinking, like, oh, whatever, like, sock full of quarters or something. Yeah, like, yeah. it's pretty badass. Takes an empty wine bottle, and then just, like, drops it in the sock. And you're like, in your head, you're like, that's amazing. And then, and, and then it's amazing. Like, the first shot, so fucking hard to shatter the bottle. So it's, like, mostly an impact shot. Then you just keep swinging. But now it's a shattered but now, bottle. And it keeps shattering more, right? With every fucking hit. And the sock just gets bloody as it, like, becomes, abs- like, bits of glass start flying out of it. Chunks of glass in the guy's face. Like, one of the most, like cringe-worthy, like, visceral scenes I think I saw at the festival this it's, year. It's rare. As, a, as, like, a horror movie guy, I get affected by something. Yeah. Everybody was fucking wincing. It was, was like, awful. Oh. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, the only stuff that comes close to that feeling, I think, was, um, there was a movie we saw, I think, last year's festival, where they put a glass stir stick into a guy's... I heard about this. ...penis hole, urethra, yep. and then, like... Breaks it. Break the stir stick inside. That was, like... That was cringing, but that had to do with, like, the cock. That's right. This, this was, was the just guy's a, face getting ripped to shreds. This was just a, like, violent fucking scene. And, like, w- as it happened, you were kind of like, how have I never seen this before? Yeah. It's such a, like... It's so clever. There's always a sock and there's always a bottle. Like, we're at a bar right now. We're both wearing socks. All right. There's we could be doing glasses. this to each other literally <laughs> seconds from now. Hang on, guys. <laughs> we're going to be back in a few minutes after we smash each other in the face with socks full of pint glasses. <laughs> But yeah, definitely best improvised weapon in terms of just an immediate fucking smash the fuck out of a guy. Incredible. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Number seven, the best cinematic use of human semen. Yep. And there again, was a, yeah. amazing that there were multiple films that had cinematic use of human <laughs> there semen. There was quite, quite a few to choose from, uh, and so, uh, no, well, I guess in no particular order, Hidden in the Woods, 
Uh, one of the girls at one point decides to become a prostitute, yep. and then there's a delightful montage that goes for like I don't know three minutes or yeah, something. Like way just, longer than you think. All yeah, way longer. All she does is just spitting semen out of her mouth. Yeah, it's over like semen. Her and the dude walking away, then her <laughs> spitting. Her spitting. You're like, uh, next, next nominee. Um, it's still going. So, uh, <laughs> next nominee, New Kids Nitro. So, the uh, the new kids are in a car. This other car of their rival pulls up beside them, and the guy, they're they're like doing the, the staring at each other, like they're angry. The right. girl in the other car comes up with with his his cum all over her face, and the guy looks at her and falls in love. Yeah. And it's one of those like tender moments, you know, like in, in a lot of movies, it happens where like the, the hero sees the girl across the bar, and he's like, na 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 na, and everything slows yeah, yeah. down, and he's falling in love with her. That happened in this movie, but she had another man's spunk all over her face. It's hilarious. Amazing. Didn't and make a sex tape with that girl also? Yep. The new kids? Oh, no, that was the other movie. No, was no, it? No, 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 no. Then they taped it because there was the one with the rivalry. It was in Nitro. Oh, so then they yeah. taped it all. <laughs> and then they showed it to him and it was like, what the fuck? Oh, so so they all ended up fucking her, even despite the fact that their <laughs> friend was in love with her. In conclusion, go see new kids. Yeah, it's a <laughs> quality friend. So, and then the last one is Roller Town. Where um, people are miming out what getting what is it double, double dick? It's just yeah. like, it was roller rinks are full of like double dickers, like commie double dickers or whatever yeah. the fucking line was. So, so they the, the okay. Imagine you're you're like a 15 year old girl and you're sitting down and your dad is like you can't hang out with these guys because they're all double dickers and you're like what is a double dicker? And then your dad, your mom, and your grandpa all start miming out the motion of of a woman on her knees filleting two men yeah. back and forth. Bonus points for the fact that the mom, the dad, and the grandpa all had different methods. That's right. They had technique. Exactly. Like, 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 like the dad was more about like, like, like jerking, and like the mom was more about like getting them in the mouth. And then and, like, the, grandpa the grandpa was, was like, all about the balls. finishing. And working the balls. And working the balls. But then it finishes on grandpa's face. He's exactly. just covered and in just Somehow it just cuts back to grandpa, and he's just frosted. Just doused. <laughs> And that, that is your winner, ladies That's, Yeah, I don't know what else you can say about that. Complete That's the winner. And Come out of nowhere. All over his covered face. in it. And then when we had the Q&A afterwards with Andrew Bush, yeah. he mentioned that supposedly there was, a, there was a callback to that gag where, like, later on in the movie where, like, Grandpa's yelling at someone. Yeah. There's, you can see it in the film. There's sort of a really abrupt cut because, yeah. like, as Grandpa starts to turn around, they cut. And supposedly it's because in that scene where Grandpa turns around, he's <laughs> once again covered in fucking semen. But apparently it didn't, like, test well. Like, people didn't understand that that was maybe a callback or they were, like, too grossed out. I think it would have – I think if that had happened yep. – I mean, it was already a fucking hilarious movie. But I would have that, – that moment would have fucking killed me. Like, yep. I would have just been like, ah, like – As it was, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best use of semen is – Come from nowhere, <laughs> covering an old man's face. After miming out, filleting two men. All right, so, um, and the very last special eighth place award goes to the best moment where your jaw hits the floor because, like, what the fuck? Right. So we got three. Number one would be low life. They build up the box. You don't know what's in the yeah, box. Yeah, he pulls yeah. out a starfish, and then they start sucking on that starfish, and they get high as balls. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And it and goes then on. Your jaw stays there. The whole fucking movie. For the movie. whole fucking movie. Number two would be the fourth dimension. Um, so the movie opens up with Val Kilmer going in a roller rink and talking about how wicked it is to be Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes on and on and is so random. How do we just even describe this, man? He's like, it's great that I'm Val Kilmer and it's great that I'm here and it's a shame that you're not Val Kilmer and you're over there, but it's he, great. <laughs> here's how you could be more like Val Kilmer. Yeah, like and everybody's this. like applauding and super into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and then he, then he just, what, what was it fucking like... Like, like, don't wear suede or whatever. Like, like suede killed Elvis or something. Yeah, or what like was the one about, like, secret... 
Outstanding Secrets yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Just, everybody's like, yeah, Outstanding Secrets. And they go the hell on and on. It was so good. Fucking, and you, but you're just sort of watching and you can't even fucking believe it's Val Kilmer. Like, you're like, but doing this for real. Like, not yeah. a parody. You're like, that's Val no, no, Kilmer. No, that's actually Val Kilmer. Boy's gotten a little chubby in his old age. Yeah, but we knew that, though. Yeah, we did. And, and our winner, I'm just going to come up and say here. to the winner. Killer Joe, when Mr. Matthew McConaughey, all McConaughey. Hyper, super serious, right. takes out a Kentucky Fried Chicken wing, puts it over his crotch, and then forces a woman to fillet it. Yep. While her husband is in the room, mm-hmm. and uh, he finishes. It's not like there's like graphic semen that pops out or whatever, but he, it, his face sells him finishing yep. while she's sucking on his homunculus and chicken effigy penis. Then he throws the chicken wing aside. That's right. And... It's just like, you don't even know. Like, oh, you already said, this is the winner. This yeah, is clearly this the winner. Because you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Because as if you haven't seen this film, you're, if you're like, oh, he's sucking on a KFC. It's KFC. KFC wing? KFC wing or whatever. You don't even know how fucking intimidating somehow that entire scene is. Like, you're, you're sure he's about to maybe snap the woman's neck, maybe kill the father. Right. He just has this... Fucking and he's been built up the whole movie. Cold, he's like super serious and cool, badass demeanor. Yeah, which doesn't break. Not which is like for a, a split which is second. Amazing, yeah, which doesn't break while he's making a woman suck a piece of fried chicken like it's his cock. And this could have been done in a com- comedic style. And if it hadn't been so like weighted down with the seriousness of the character and of the film up to this point, yeah. it would have been funny and it would have lost its its like moment. But yeah. it was so dark and it must, so serious. I don't serious. even know how many, like, how much they must have filmed that fucking scene or whatever else like that. Because, like, it could have gone wrong, like, yeah. a thousand fucking times. But yeah. it just went 100% right. Because, first of all, it's McConaughey. Yeah. You're not, like, you weren't expecting like, goofy this, or whatever. Yeah. Second of all, he's just fucking, like, owned this family. Like, this mm. family is just fucked and in his pocket. And now he's just, like, completely demeaning this woman in a, like... In front one, of her husband. In front of her husband in a 100% absurd way. And then he, like, mimes... Climax, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's fucking. You could you could have heard a pin drop in the theater, yeah, and it's this like, like funny scene, sort of. But and you're like, what? Yeah. It was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah, you should really see Killer Joe. Killer Joe. It's gonna get a big release. That one. I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I feel it's like gotta, it has to yeah. come out. So that's it, man. That's those, the eight awards. Those were the nine to fives. D- the big winner after all of that. I, I, I'm surprised was Sushi Girl. Took right. two two nine to fives. Yep. I feel like we should have a, an honorable mention. We did talk about a. Um, talked about a category but we couldn't really find something to compare uh-huh. that I really feel like wrong one a nine to five Z somewhere. Yeah. Like like maybe for just like the most absurd movie start to No, finish. you wanted to you wanted to find most oh, unusual use of rain or yeah, something or, like or that. Like be- best scene filmed in the rain right. was what I was looking for. Yeah. And I think we had like a couple couple of scenes right. here and there. But the the whole entire um Category was just a ruse because we wanted at, to get at, <laughs> at the office of the main character in Wrong. It's just raining all the time That's indoors. They go into the into the office building and it's just raining. It's just Everybody works rain in the constantly. rain. Yeah. Nobody acknowledges it. But yeah, that's it. I think there's a there's an overall like honorable nine to five Z for for Wrong. Okay. I think. So we also wanted to talk about movies that came out of this whole experience that you could just like straight up recommend to anybody. This right. really needs to be said. Well, like in a wacky. Um, horror genre film kind of festival it's yeah. easy to come away with stuff that like you really fucking love but you, you're like okay you kind of have to like zombie movies to get into this yeah. we had two that we thought were just like amazing films right and you need to see them you should just go see them even with your parents because it's still fucking great yeah I think yeah. Uh, so I'll do one yeah do it um, I'll do Funeral Kings okay um, I, I don't think I had 
seen a movie that was as good as Funeral Kings in a really, really long time. Like, a movie that is, like, simultaneously, like, hilarious, terrifying if you're a parent yeah. or, or know someone age 13 to 14 or whatever whatever it was. It's just, like, it, it could have been a major release. I, I think it would have done really, really well. I think it's kind of a modern... I think it still can. It is a... Yeah. yeah. It, it's sort of like a modern, like, stand-by me almost. Yep. Just where... It absolutely 100% is a modern standby. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same, like, the same setup with the, the gang of kids. Yeah, funnier and darker at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Simultaneously yeah. darker for a slightly more, like, modern era, I yeah. guess. And, and fucking hilarious. Like, I don't... Like I, like I said, you, you could watch this movie. I mean, if your parents don't mind kids swearing. Yep. <laughs> you know, it totally like, boggles my could, mind. It's you could watch bigger. this movie with your parents. I don't think there's anybody who would dislike this movie. I really want your, your girlfriend, Anna, to watch this film. Yeah? Yeah. Because cool. we, Anna and I have an ongoing argument for the past, like, seven years of what a good movie is. Right. Well, we this almost one. never see eye to eye. <laughs> all right. So then our other, like, general wide release recommendation, I'm sure you're able to guess if you listen to us talk at all, is The Ambassador. Yeah. Which is, is I mean, it's a documentary, so this is for real. And you, the guy goes and becomes a diamond smuggling... Mm-hmm entrepreneur in a, in the Central African Republic and yep. deals with incredibly dangerous and scary people and more or less comes out with his life and this footage. And that, maybe some diamonds. And maybe some diamonds, probably. And um, <laughs> he just like opens up this whole other world that in North America we couldn't possibly see. Yep. He does it with like the plum and seriousness of a documentary and yep. with the same like over-the-top cinematic sense like dressing up like the guy from Curious George yeah. with like the like army boots and the cigarette holder yeah. it was just weird and bizarre and astonishing uh, funny also funny. very yeah. very funny you, you feel guilty every time you laugh oh my god yeah <laughs> you're, you're like you're laughing you're like <laughs> what a crazy diamond sm- well but there's people dying and, you know, and he's got a bunch of like pygmies following him around because the, like, the diamond smuggler guys were like, yeah, you should have some pygmy helpers. You should have some pygmies. That'll be good for the image. And we made the pygmies happy because we've been feeding them booze Alcohol all day. since the morning. And they're going to dance and sing and, you like, a song. That's the thing, too. What, the thing I think that got me about like I've, I've read, read stuff a little bit about it. And, like, mm-hmm. whatever. There was that movie Blood Diamond with Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, like, which was a good movie. It was a great yeah, film. Yeah. But it's just kind of like it's one of those things where it's like I don't think it's people are very aware of it because it's not genocide. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, there are worse things going on in the world, but to see that this is just everyday occurrences in a place like Congo, yeah. and that while we're fucking sitting here, you know, recording podcasts up in Montreal at a fucking back of a bar, there is a completely, like, completely foreign, like, un- it feels like you're watching the film and he's like, he went to another planet to do yeah. this. Again, An- another planet where it's normal that people will be chained to stakes in a, outside a diamond mine, and that's their whole life, is they just sit there... Plumbing yeah. in the water, trying to get diamonds out to ship them out to Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's, that's it. It, it's, it just seems completely unnatural, completely yeah. inhuman, and you're watching this film being like, how the fuck do I go on with my fucking day <laughs> knowing that the Congo is a terrible place? Central African Republic. Central African Republic, that's right. right. And, and sure enough, just to, just to tie this in a little bit with like modern news yeah. or whatever, did you hear about the athletes? No. There were uh, these like Central Africa athletes or whatever else like that who were in Olympics who then mm-hmm. post-Olympics immediately sought asylum in London. Because <laughs> they were like, we do not want to go back to the countries that we are from. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's how bad shit is. is yeah. like, and you know what? And if you're like a fucking pro-star athlete, you at least need to be in the upper echelons of what this fucking country has to offer. Yeah. And even at that, they're like, Get us the fuck our out. countries are fucking horrible. Like, just fucking, I don't know. Watch this movie and, and fucking reevaluate get, get your re- life. Get ready to be <laughs> 
fucking much much at, in the same way that when you watch a lot of the Vice Guides of Travels. Like it's very much yeah. in the same vein of yeah. when you're like, what the fuck. But that totally delivered, eh? When we saw this one in the trailers, we were like, oh my god, it's going to be like the Vice Guide to Travel. And yeah, it totally yeah. did, 100%. For sure. So then uh, we also wanted to give a couple nods. I mean, I guess a, an important one is like the horror nod. We didn't really yeah. give any awards to horror films or whatever, but that's traditionally what this Fantasia thing is about. Yep. Uh, sadly, John yeah. missed both of the I horror sure movies did. that I thought were really good. Uh, one was The uh, the Pact yep. with uh, our good friend Casper Van Dien, who yeah. follows us on Twitter. Yeah, hi Casper. <laughs> hey Casper, I know you're listening. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, yeah, it was a, a really, really good ghost story. Yep. Um, ghost stories, I think, I find are hard to do in general. Mm-hmm. Like, because they either come off as really, really slow. You didn't watch that one, The Innkeepers, which, nope. was, which had all kinds of fanfare around it and was well received. And I don't think it was bad, but just ghost story horror films are really slow. And even with The Innkeepers, I thought it was a little bit slow. That was right. a. Innkeepers, I think, was like a good. It was a fan favorite, I think, maybe at Fantasia 2011 or 2010. Okay. Uh, this one, I thought, was like was scary, was creepy, and, like, I mean, if you go back and listen to our Innkeepers Pact. podcast, there, there is Pact. a fucking... The Pact. The Pact. Yeah. The Pact. If you go back and listen to our Pact podcast, like, there is even, like, a fucking crazy twist that is not, like, a twist just for, like, M. Night Shyamalan reasons. Like, it's a twist that makes fucking sense. Really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that I saw was The Tall Man. Yeah, from our uh, our good friend whose name I forget, who did fuck, what did he do? Matir. There we go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Alexandre Aja, the other one. No. Not Alexandre Aja, no. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the tall man with Jessica Biel, which I I really really liked. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fucking amazing. Again, similarly, um, like a like twist after twist after twist in a completely like organic kind of way where you think there's a bad guy and then maybe it's a good guy no maybe it's a bad guy and then at the end you're not even fucking sure Pascal Luigi there you go yeah yeah, just fucking like and not in a like again not in a stupid way like it's like organic twists where you're like you're given this information you're like you're just processing it pretty much constantly and you're trying to fucking make sense of what's going on and it's not because what's going on doesn't make sense but it's like each new piece of information that yeah. comes in it's like oh fuck how do I process this and how do I correlate it with what I know already from the last half hour fucking amazing I thought it was really great yeah. I think that anybody who's giving you bad reviews on the internet is because they uh, don't follow things really well. maybe they're not very smart yeah exactly yeah. I, I, I wanted to give an, a nod in terms of like art to Toad Road fucking A it does it, di- it did stuff in a different way than most films I mean the actors weren't really actors they were yep. characters and they were super believable being themselves yep. the plot was like sort of supernatural but sort of not at yeah. the same time the whole thing worked as a metaphor for depression and collapsing into a downward spiral of drugs but it also worked as a ghost mystery horror story it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was would, fantastic the thing I like I really like like I mean Totoro, like, I get it probably spoke to both of us in different ways. Like, you yeah. you a little more with the booze, me maybe yeah. a little more with the drugs. But, <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. Oh! <laughs> but, you know, but, but it was just kind of that, like, like, like the, the, the journey that the main character, not the boy, but even the boy, like, the boy trying to get out of it and the girl falling into it. And going through. And, and like, and then going through it and just yeah. sort of, like, where you're like, yeah, like, it starts off being, like, super seductive, but then you're like, was there a fucking point, like... Like, maybe am I doing this for a reason? And yeah. it's like, you really want it to be for a reason, but, like, it's probably not, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just there's a lot of fucking, a lot going on that, again, I I agree, like, strongly, strongly recommend it. Yeah. 
Tough movie. Tough movie to watch. I don't even think so. I don't so. think it could be for everybody, man. A lot of people would it's, either it's get not, bored or... It's not or, for everybody, yeah. but if you're looking for something that's a little bit more out there, I found it like... It was certainly easier to watch than, like, Low Life. Yeah, that's uh, the he, other one that it compares to. You know, yeah. but it's just sort of like, like, the acting is good, the storytelling is good, there's that, like... There's layers. I mean, the, 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 the drug references are real drugs and not stuck in a starfish. Yeah. <laughs> which is a little bit easier to identify with. Uh... But yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited to watch this movie with my girlfriend. Like, I, sure. I really, really want to see that one again. I feel like there's stuff I'm, I'm gonna like appreciate it more on yeah, a second yeah, yeah, go through. Sure. Um, and then last, uh, comedy, man. That uh, comedy is another mainstay of the Fantasia experience. Roller Town. Roller Town. Roller Town. Roller Town. Um, like we said, like Roller Town. If you liked a movie like Hot, Hot Rod, Rod. Yeah. Hot Rod, Hot Rod is the immediate. If like it was once again where it's like internet meme, YouTube short humor made a story out if, of if this thing had been promoted to this to as as well as hot rod had been it would have done as and well and even hot rod didn't better. even do that great right it didn't i it think didn't. because yeah. of the same thing where it's like the internet watches things on the internet they don't always go out to the movies you well, know and, like, and also internet humor doesn't always translate very well to the big screen and into like the long format viewing yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. these guys nailed it though like this shit you were like laughing and the plot didn't make any sense and it was great yeah, all the way through to the end yeah but i mean but i just i love like like even just stuff like like things I think that like are not mainstream comedy yet. Like when the um, what is it the the dog father yeah just like throws a hot dog at the roller rink hot in a dog. freezer hot dog it <laughs> just cuts to something else yeah like fucking like that that could be a five second film basically yeah. five second films just he's the dog father why he sells hot dogs throw a hot dog freeze frame hot dog and you'd laugh that's the that's the gag that's <laughs> the like, joke but exactly but yeah. there's like just tons of fucking moments of that it's just like. Like, yeah, like, hilarious, fucking and super, super We're funny. listening to the director talk at the end of it, and he's like, yeah, most of us kind of forgot we even made this thing, because it's been two years it's been finished, and we still haven't gotten it released. Can't get distribution, whatever. I don't get it. It's fucking hilarious. It's super hilarious. Yeah. Like, like not not for nothing. Like, I mean, even they had uh, they had some of the team from Hub with a Shotgun that was yeah. giving, them, uh, giving them a boost and whatever else like that that was working yeah. on it. And, like, fuck, he, like, that got a decent... Directive. I mean, it was direct to video, but it yeah, got like a yeah. decent direct to video release, and these guys were like struggling for even that. Yeah, you know, like I just, I just don't get it. it. It's super funny. Yeah, it's tough. It's internet humor done for the big screen. Yeah, as yeah, good yeah, as it yeah, can yeah, be yeah. If you, if you fucking, if you laugh at our funny, you're gonna like, you're gonna laugh at fucking Roller Town. It's super funny. Yep. Man, we should get on Reddit and try to pump up Roller Town. We should. Like, I mean, like maybe they don't even know it exists because it's Canadian. <laughs> what the hell? And that was the other thing too, Canadian. Like I always sort of like you always kind of root for the home team. I think when sure, like, sure. when when hometown boys do something amazing, you're like, yeah, it was funny and it was Canadian. That's everything I have written down. I think. Is there uh, anything else I think that's mention? just about it. We did want to also give, uh, I believe, another sort of honorable mention to Resolution. I think. Yeah, that was it was really, just really so enjoyed. damn good. I, that's another one that I I feel like I really need to see it again. I was so pumped walking out of it, mm-hmm. and I just have like great memories. I, I can't it, like it can't be as good as I remember it being. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Was that did we see? What did we see on resolution? What? what did, like did we see, we saw it with something. I remember it was like a good night overall. Like it was like a, we had like a back. We have to back. go back. And was look it at Toad Road and Resolution? It might have been. been. Yeah. If that was, that was a hell of a fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Toad Road or um, Resolution went first, and then Toad Road was after in the they small went to the cinema. Small theater, whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. I think this is wrapping up the nine to five season. Wrapping up. 
the overall nine to five goes to Fantasia. I had a great time at Fantasia. Experience. I would do this again in a heartbeat. I hope. And you know what? I, I even think we should, if we can get it done next year, get these same passes and do like a pre-show where we talk about movies before, yeah, um, yeah. and get a little more into that, and even like to try and get people to go and see some of these because some of these I felt like I like Ambassador. If we should have gone into the media room on the first day, watched it, and been like, "Holy shit." People go see this movie because yeah, yeah, but I mean, but Ambassador was on the second day of the festival. I know, so I, I, don't know, know. know. I don't know, but I, I feel like some like we did so much work with this every day doing a freaking podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have been promoting before, you know, and I, I don't, I don't well, even know if that's these, possible. A lot of these movies were international uh, premieres, international premieres yeah. and stuff like that. Which that's I, mean, true. I think I counted eleven. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, my some, list of twenty-three, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like a lot of these movies are going to get releases. So if you like a lot of these movies that we're talking about, yeah. you will have a chance to go see them only later. If they get right. put on a big screen, or they get put on Netflix, or they get put on whatever else sure. like that. So, and maybe if in the game. back of your head you, that the words "Funeral King" or "Ambassador" yeah, or yeah, yeah, "Resolution" yeah, yeah. get stuck in there, no, I'm man, gonna, we I'm did gonna our job. Tweet everybody. Yeah, I think all these uh, all these different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should tweet all our awards. Like tweet tweet over to the fucking Funeral Kings guy. You just won the the nine to five for best totally <laughs> best slow mo walk away. Right, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, Funeral exactly. Kings. Yeah, Totoro had an honorable mention for drug use. That's right. No, those are the guys. Well, it's the uh, who are the guys who the guys who have talked There's to us directly. Funeral we Kings. had yeah. Funeral Kings. We had who who were, were fans of the show. Totoro. So if you're listening to this, fucking A plus Funeral yeah. Kings. Uh, Toad Road, uh, Human Race, and yeah. the guys who did VHS. Somebody who you you saw the movie, I didn't see it. VHS. There's another one. Resolution. Resolution. Talk to us also. Yeah. Uh, fuck if I'm forgetting anybody. Yeah. Sorry guys. Yeah. Resolution. Resolution was like, well, we should talk, and I was like, God damn it, because we were up north. Yeah, we that went up north that weekend. We totally fucked it up. Like so bad, shit. bad reporter. Guys, if you're hearing this, we felt so bad. It's true. <laughs> so bad. And uh, and yeah, I think I think next year that's like I sort of like teased maybe special guests, and that just turned out to be Walter. Yeah. I think next year <laughs> I think we should try to gun to maybe get some of these. Uh, totally. Get some people in. I I would have loved to have been able to sit down with the director for Toad Road and just fucking talk about underlying yeah. meanings and whatever because I, I feel like that guy would have had a lot to say or it might have been the most like aloof and crazy thing in the world yeah. it would be like unusable audio of him just like <laughs> dicking around for half an hour I don't ran it's the internet that shit's going up there yeah <laughs> put everything on the internet so yeah I guess, I guess uh, that's it thanks, thanks Keith thanks, thanks. this, this was great buddy that was really really fun I think this yep. was our no 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 I think the fringe fringe was our first coup and yeah. I think this is our like our second coup and foray into the world of Montreal podcasting and everything else like that for everybody who's uh, given us support and given us listens, one of the the last episode was uh, was well listened to because we got a couple of uh, retweets and stuff like that really? for the overall show. We had a lot of listens. Cool. Everybody who's been listening and checking us out, thank you. I guess all we know is that you downloaded because you don't comment because it's the internet. Nobody yep. comments. <laughs> <laughs> so all we see are the downloads. So yep. I guess signing off. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm Keith. Did the thing I do I from the other show. I'm John. Bye, guys. Anyways, look, if you
you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week usually on Thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on Fridays we have fine arts with either Sophie and Scott and uh, you know maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope alright thanks 9to5.cc we're not working why should you thanks for listening <laughs>